Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. So good to be alive in Jesus, you know? Uh, the older I get, the more I think about, about him. You know, there's so many things going on in the world. I was, we had a uh, small group this morning and we were talking about different things and, and Sandy and I have been talking about it. You know, all the things going on in the world today and in our nation and even in the nation of Ukraine and uh, all that, you see all these pictures, terrible pictures. And then I think, I look, I, I said to Sandy many times, we are so blessed. I hope you know you're blessed today. We're blessed, to, you know, to still live in a nation where life is still pretty good. I mean, you know, but it's really because of Jesus that we can say we're blessed. It's, I mean, without Jesus, you can have all the money in the world and, and, and you're really not blessed. It's about Jesus. And I find more and more with all that's going on in the world, it's like, you know, there's so many, you get in a conversation and you talk about what's happening in politics, what's happening in, in, in the world. And then yet, if you don't bring it back around to who can give you the victory, it's Jesus. And he says, I, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph, who always gives us the victory. And so tonight, I, I, don't, I didn't even know what I was going <laughs> to There have been so many things going through my mind, and I just went to a prayer meeting at noon. And I tell you what, God is on the throne doing wonderful things, but we have to acknowledge that. You know... Uh, we were talking at, at, at noon today at a, at a prayer meeting about uh, one of the pastors there was talking about a woman that had a tremendous healing this past week or so. She was pregnant and, and had uh, uh, cancer in her, one of her legs, so they couldn't do anything for her. And so they finally had the baby, and then she go, went up to West, Northwestern uh, University Hospital and uh, walk and, for treatment, and they were going to see what was going on. Well, she fell and broke that leg. Well, they've been praying over at the church and, uh, where we had this meeting and, and uh, had been called. And they, so they prayed and came against that cancer and all that. Well, they went in to, to find out, you know, they were t terrified that if she had cancer in her leg, that it might, if they operated, it might go somewhere else. But when they went in there, the cancer was gone. They could put their leg in a cast. Praise God. I'm telling you, we still have a God that gives us victory, gives us the answer to prayer. And we got to talking about, and it took me right over to James in chapter five, where, well, let me, I, I didn't have this on my mind to do, but I do now. <laughs> James chapter five. Let me just read this real quick for you. You know, it is important that we have an expectation, have a trust in God, because if we don't, guess what? We'll have whatever the enemy wants to give us if we don't. But it says over here in James chapter 5, I'll just read a portion of it, but what I want to get to here in a minute. Is any among you suffering? Let him pray. How I many of you know James said that because there's an expectancy when you pray to God, the Father, and in Jesus' name, something's going to happen. Something's going to take over. And he said, let let him pray. In other words, if I come to you, this is something we all need to learn. <laughs> Our prayers are important. 
And if I, if, if I have, now we can go to somebody else and say, will you agree with me? But many times we just need to begin to pray and say what God says about our situation and, uh, and do it for ourselves. But then goes on to say, let him sing Psalms. How many of you know we're to, uh, over in Ephesians 5, it talks about uh, don't be drunk with wine. We talked about that last week, but be filled with the spirit, speaking with hymns and psalms and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Well, when we do that, guess what happens? We begin to get the presence of the Lord in our life and we can begin to speak out what God said. Then it goes on to say, is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith, <laughs> will get save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he's committed sins, he will be forgiven. Now he says, goes on to say, confess your sins one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Now here, here's what I really want to get to. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, it says man, but of a person avails much. Wow. Do you know your prayers when you're considered righteous when you accept Jesus Christ because he is our righteousness and he's, he's made us righteous because of his, his shed blood. So we begin to pray and say, thank you, Lord, that, that I'm, a right, I'm standing in a right standing with you. Therefore, when I pray, it avails much. They went on to say this, Elijah was a man with a nature like what? Ours, like ours, in other words, Oh, that was Elijah the prophet. Yeah, but he had a nature just like ours. And it says, and he prayed earnestly or, or with fervor, you know, that's what it said, fervent prayer, he, that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for, for three years and six months. And he prayed again and the, and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced fruit, its fruit. But see, we're no different. We can pray just like that. God is no respecter of persons. He expects us to pray. Now, if what the title of this message is, is victorious living, how are we going to live victorious? Well, we can't live victorious if, if we don't, if our, if our uh, how do I want to say this? If our mouth doesn't cooperate with God's word. This is where the victory comes. <laughs> Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Well, how does he do that? By what we say, what we agree with. Amen. It goes back to uh, a little bit. We were talking about this earlier today. Mark 11, Mark 11, it came to my mind that about Mark 11, 22 and 23. Here's what we do. It says, let me just find it real quick. In Mark 11, 22, it says, have faith in God. Now, you know that story about uh, Jesus had just cursed the fig tree, right? And they walked back the next day. And in verse 20, it says, now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. Now, Jesus didn't say, well, that's just what I can do. Uh, that, that's what I do because I'm, I'm deity. No, he said something vitally important that goes right along with uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person. He goes on to say, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Wow. We have to have faith. Now, if we have faith, have to have faith in God, how do we have faith in God? Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. It comes, that's how we can begin to have faith. <laughs> the scripture tells us that, you know, well, I, I go to church. Well, that doesn't mean you have faith. Faith comes by hearing. Now, what's the best place for it to be hearing from? 
Is it better to hear from me tonight or hear what you're saying about God? What you're opening your scripture and beginning to say what God says. That's why I believe in so much in saying confessions over yourself and who you are in him and, and who we are in Christ. Amen? Because when you do that, and he says this, For surely I say to you, whoever or whosoever, the King James says, says to this mountain, well, what's that mean? The problem? the circumstance, the thing you're going through, be removed and and cast, uh, say into the mountain, be this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. Well, that's that tells me there's an expectation that you have to have, that God's word is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. When it doesn't, when, when this ideas come from you or somebody else or your, to your mind that are not, doesn't line up with the word of God, let God be true. Say what God says in the midst of your trouble. Well, I, I tried that. No, you didn't try it. You didn't have faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what the word of God says. And you're the one that says the word. Amen. That's why we need to continually stir ourselves. Talk about Jesus. Talk about the things of God. When we get caught up in all this other stuff going on in the world, what happens? When the pressure gets on, real quick, you're going to find out what's in you. Because what you're going to find out, you're going to be saying something like what the world has said, or, or you can't do it, or it's never going to work, or I'm so fearful, I'm so afraid, I'm so anxious. Well, that's not victorious living. Victorious living is begin to say what God said. You know, it's important, Jesus, isn't it amazing? Jesus, who being the word, and made, made flesh, right? That's John, John chapter 1. And in the beginning was the word, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. It, it's important to know when he went into, after he was baptized in the spirit by John, what did it, immediately he was wed, led into the, the, to the, the desert to be tempted 40 days and 40 nights. Now, here's the enemy. We got to know what the word of God says. Why, if we're going to walk in victory, we got to know what this, what this, uh, this will is here, what this covenant is, what, what's in it. Because if we don't, we're, we're not going to be any threat to the enemy. You know what's a threat to the enemy? When you know what God says, and in the midst of your trouble, you choose to praise God and say what he says about your situation. Now, when Jesus was led into the, into the desert to be tempted, isn't it amazing? I heard this, Robert Morris talking about this. Satan will always give you a little bit of truth but he'll mix it with leaven. He'll mix it with untruth. You know, if you be the son of God, that's what he said, something like that. But every time, <laughs> here's Satan trying to quote the word to the word made flesh, Jesus, right? That's what it says. But what did Jesus do? He always said, what did he always say? I always say what the father says. So he's always going to say truth, right? It is written. It is written. You want to walk in in victory, you got to walk in the Word of God. You got to know what it says on a regular basis. You can't just you can't just go. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, they, I think they said something about that in church one day. Uh, uh, you know that uh, that we're the healed, or or you know uh, by His strength. What was that? What was that scripture uh, that they said about something about healing? You can't go there. You got to know that Jesus paid a dear, dear price. You know, in Revelation 12, 11, we talk about that quite often. 
When the pressures of life, the pressures of the world were coming on that body of believers, what did they do? They overcame. <laughs> you want to be an overcomer? You want to walk in victory? They overcame by the blood of the lamb. In other words, what he has already paid the price. Amen. Now, and the word of what? Their testimony. What were they testifying to? The, what God had already done through Christ. Amen. Amen. And then it goes on to say they love not their, their, their selves unto death. But in other words, they weren't concentrating on their death. They were more excited about what God had done. They weren't afraid to die. You know what? That you won't be afraid to die when your time comes, whenever that is, when, when you know Christ. Which Paul said was far better anyway, when you go to meet him. But there has to be an expectation. There has to be an expectancy that God will do what he said he will do. That's why, that's why we can't just depend on our own uh, feelings, our own things. We gotta have an expectancy. It's been said before that uh, expectancy is the breeding ground of miracles. In other words, you want miracles. What's that expectancy? Expecting God's word to be true like he said it would be. Expecting uh, whatever you need from him. When it said in Mark 11, 23 and 24 there, whosoever shall say unto the mountain, right? And don't doubt in his heart. Well, if you're not doubting in your heart, if you're believing the word of God, you'll have an expectancy that'll come to pass. Amen? Amen. And listen to this scripture. You know this scripture. The thief comes, it's John 10, 10. The thief comes not, uh, comes except, uh, does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I always say he's an equal opportunity destroyer. In other words, he don't care who you are. He's going to try to take what God has uh, given to us and take it away, right? He comes first to what? Steal the word. He don't want you to know what God says about you. He doesn't want you to know who you are in Christ. He doesn't want you to know. He wants you to remind you of your old sins, your old problems, your old failures, your old uh, things. He doesn't want you to know you can walk in victory. Listen, today we can walk in victory. Praise God. I'm thankful today, just, and that's part of it right there. I just said a key word, be thankful. Oh God, I'm thankful. I, you know, all the, all the goings on in America, I'm so thankful I can even be doing this tonight without somebody knocking on the door and say, you're under arrest, amen? That we can go wherever we wanna go and, and, and we can. Now, now, they won't let you in schools to talk about God or Jesus, but, but we can. So we shouldn't be afraid and there should be an expectancy when we go talk to, the Lord, uh, to somebody about the Lord that they'll begin to know who he is too. But it says, he says, but here's what Jesus said. Isn't it important to know what Jesus said? The truth. <laughs> he told his disciples, you should continue in my word, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Amen. We wanna be free, you wanna be free tonight? Know the truth. So it says in John, uh, the rest of that says, I have come. Now, who was that? Jesus, that they may have life and life. They may have it more abundantly, not just a little bit of life, not just a, a trying to get you through. No, abundant life. You know, there's abundance. It says down here in, in the word wealth, super abundance, excessive. I ate a peanut before. I, I'm trying to get this peanut out of my mouth. So just bear with me a second. Let me have a drink, a little drink here. This is just tea, by the way. You know, in the old Westerns, I think they drank tea instead of whiskey, but they made you think it was whiskey, but that's not whiskey, that's tea. Anyway, it says super abundance, excessive, overflowing, 
uh, surplus over and over, more than enough. Don't you want to walk in more than enough? You know, it's not all about money, but it money is part of it. Money is just a tool. But walking in the presence of God, knowing who you are in Christ, will give you victory, and you'll begin to walk in the abundance of God. Amen. I'm telling you, it's exciting. And that they may have it more abundantly, it said. Extraordinary. Wow. What God gives us, it's extraordinary. And he goes on to say, above the ordinary, more than sufficient. Anything God want you want to do, that it's God plan, God's will, he will, he will abundantly prosper you. Amen? Amen. But you have to have an expectation. Where's that expectation come? How did we, we were talking about this earlier. How do you get saved? Romans 10, 9 and 10. What do you say? If you shall believe in your heart, what? That God has raised him from the dead and say with your mouth. Everything we appropriate from the kingdom of God is believing in our heart, saying with our mouth. That's the place that faith resides. So what do we do? We want to walk in victory. We begin to say what God says. We begin to say his word, speak his word. Amen. It's important. Do you want to walk in peace? You begin to speak peace over yourself. Jesus left, him, left us his peace. So you begin to say, I have the peace of God. In fact, Paul said it this way, don't be anxious for anything. You know, it's certainly easy to be anxious today, isn't it? To be worrisome, to be fearful, but be anxious for nothing. But with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, you make your requests known unto God. Amen? You're praying, you're believing, you're saying your prayers. And, and, and then it says, and the peace which passes understanding. Wow. Now, if that isn't victorious uh, living, when you got peace in the midst of your storm and what's going on in your life and all around you, then, then I, you've missed it because that's really victory right there. But it's so guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I'm so thankful that we can pray that prayer and believe that and cast that care over onto him. He said something just before that in, in verse 4-4 though, in Philippians 4-4. He said, rejoice in the Lord. And then he said it again, and always rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord, and, and again I say, rejoice in the Lord. In other words, he's, making a, he's, he's telling us how to have victory in our life. You want to have victory in your life, you've got to begin to rejoice in what God has done for us, what he continually does. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. Now, everybody goes through trouble. Now, if you say you never go through trouble, then you're... <laughs> You're opening yourself up for all kinds of trouble. And, and the reality of it is you're lying too because everybody has trouble, some kinds of trouble. But we don't have to have that. We can walk in victory because he said he's an ever-present help. He will call upon the name of the Lord. So you have to have an expectancy of what he said in his word will become a reality to you. That's victory to me. Now, I had some notes here from... Some other, uh, like I said, I didn't even know what I was going to talk on and it just started coming out. But here's, here's one of the things. He's able to do all the things he said and, uh, over in Ephesians 3.20. Now, <laughs> let me just find that real quick because I don't want to misquote it. How much time we have, Director? Got about 10 minutes. I'll, I'll close this down too. But, you know, he said that prayer about about the love of God, that we know the love of God, which passes understanding. And it goes on to say, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think, 
according to the power that works in where? In us. In us. What is that power? It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? The power of God in it. Christ in us. Amen? So, according to the power in us. Well, you could say, I don't believe all that. Well, guess what? You'll never have all that. Victory. You're, you're, I'm a big sports fan, obviously. A, a lot of things go on. But you ever... <laughs> I, d I just heard uh, the Masters is this week, and Tiger Woods, who's been out, had a bad car wreck two years ago. Didn't hurt, you know, hurt his leg real bad. Not, and, and he's just now getting really getting over it. He's going to enter and play the Masters, and they ask him, "Well, are you just uh, you're coming back? You just you know just to be there, and so you play through?" He says, "No, I expect to win. We have been given victory through Christ Jesus." We need to expect to win. Amen? We need to have an expectancy. Uh, those who believe and let the word work in their lives, he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Isn't that cool? I mean, that's good stuff. And it's just coming up out of me because I'm, <laughs> I hadn't really looked at these notes too close. I looked at them before and I said, I don't know if I'm, but here's, here, here's how to live a victorious life and an abundant life. Steps. Put God first in your life. How easy it is. How easy it is to put God off to another time. Because I want to do this. I want to watch this TV show. I want to do this. I want to go here. I want to go there. Put me first, he said. Seek ye first. You know that scripture. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that we need in this life will be added to us. Be given to us. We, we got to keep God first place and keep the right priorities. This is especially true in the day and hour we live in. Put God first. Amen. And, and it goes on to say abundant life flows out of a, a, a whole heart, heart right with God. How you don't do that? You got to be, you got to abundantly seek him. He's a rewarder of those who diligently, diligently seek him. And you got to practice those things. Amen. Amen. Let me go to another one real quick. I got some others right here. I got a whole lot of sermon I could written off of this. But secondly, this is, if you want to walk in victory, make Christ's commission your mission. In other words, be a witness unto him about his goodness, about what he can and has done for us and what he will continue to do for us. Amen? That's so important. Uh, it's important that we show other people that when you go around and say, I know what's going on in your life. Why are you so, why are you so peaceful? Why, why do you have joy? Christ in me. I have victory. He always gives me victory. Even when I don't see it. You know that song we play sometimes. Uh, even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't know it, he's working. All those, I mean, it's, I, I'm not going to sing, but I, you know the, the, some of you know the lyrics. And be disciplined. Be, here's another one. Be disciplined stewards to what God gives you. Well, what's he given us? He give, he's given us life and life more abundantly. He's given us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Lord. Amen? And now what do we do? We begin to open our mouth and talk about that. You know, there again, I said, it's just the last couple of weeks, I don't know what brought it on, maybe Christopher Alam or something. But I thought, you know, I need to talk about Jesus more and more. Wherever I go, 
bring up the subject of Jesus. Because when you bring up the subject of Jesus, man, <laughs> it just gives you victory in your life. It just, it just reminds you who you are and whose you are. Amen. And that's what we're supposed to do. If you want to live with victorious living, you got to do something. Uh, the, the, the old saying is you got to practice if you want to play the game right or, or play the game of life right or walk in the presence of God and expect greater things. <laughs> Going back to that one scripture, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. Well, there's an expectancy to that. There's an expectancy that God's on the throne helping us through every situation. And I'm telling you, when you begin to get that attitude that way, victory will begin to come in your life. You, you may not see everything yet, but thanks be to God, he's already paid the price for our victory. And we can walk in that by what we, what we believe in our heart and what we're saying with our mouth. We renew our minds, keep our minds stayed upon him. He'll give us peace, he'll give us joy, and he'll help us through every situation. Can you agree with that tonight? I can't hear you, but as Pastor Scott says, say amen, amen. So that's what I'm saying it for you. But that's where we live, my friends. And I hope it helps you tonight to know that you have victory and he's given you the victory and you can walk in it. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it's a strong word, that thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph, who always gives us victory in our life. If we, if we will just seek him, if we'll come after him, if we'll turn our backs on the old life and begin to live in the new life that he's given us. Each and every one has been saved. <laughs> oh, we're so thankful that you've saved us by your glorious <laughs> grace. And, and we can walk in that every day to be a blessing. And as we've said so many times, blessed to be a blessing. And I also put in there, and am a blessing. So, so we thank you for that. We pray for everyone in the sound of my voice tonight would latch onto that and begin to walk in victory in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Good to be with you tonight. I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.